I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Today, I'm answering a question that was called in, talking through what it means when we feel connected to multiple types. But first, an announcement, and then our rosebud and thorn. So the announcement for you is simply that next week, I'll actually be taking a week off of podcasting. I just signed on with a podcast agency, and we're transitioning my hosting site from the one I'm currently using to theirs, and that does take a couple of few few days. So I will be off of podcasting next week as we prepare for that transition. Now, today's rosebud and thorn. The rose is the Bianco Ligero Espresso from Nespresso. If you are an espresso user, especially if you have, we have the Virtuo line and um, we live and die by the Bianco Ligero, L-E-G-G-E-R-O Espresso. It makes the perfect cappuccino, especially because we are nerds and we temp our milk to 120 degrees and then in our frother. And it is so good. I had a moment today where I put in the wrong capsule from a different espresso that we had tried out for a second that was awful. And I put it in there and I didn't get the same kind of sweet biscuity aroma that we're used to. And I panicked because I thought that they had changed the coffee. And it just... It spurred me to appreciate it even more today, just the goodness that that espresso brings into my life on a daily basis, twice a day. What a joy. My thorn for today is I just, I do my best writing when I'm traveling and that kind of makes me sad because obviously I haven't been traveling in a year. Yeah, a year. And I miss it. More than just seeing new places, which I do miss, I also just miss that ease of tapping into my creative energy, of seeing new things and feeling inspired, and trying to write from a place of of just diligence instead of inspiration is a lot harder. So I miss I miss that feeling. When I used to travel like once or twice a month, I was kind of in constant relationship to that feeling of deep motivation and inspiration and creative vigor and the words came easily and it's just a little bit different right now and that's okay. And the other reason that it's a little bit different is I'm creating so much content and just doing so many things that the space for me to get bored enough to feel inspired is not quite there. We're working on that. That's the goal for the next couple of seasons. Like we've talked about before, I'm in a sprint right now. I won't always be in a sprint, but that's my thorn. My bud is that I have been plotting my herb garden. I'm planning to plant cilantro, basil, thyme, sage, and dill. And we already have mint and rosemary still going strong from last year. And then I'm kind of thinking maybe we'll do some cherry tomatoes and maybe some cucumbers, although I'm not quite committed to that yet. But I am so looking forward to just kind of walking out our door and there just being a plethora of herbs that we can pull out at any moment when we need them. So pumped. All right, let's hear from today's caller. Hi, 
Hi, Sarah. My name is Gerard Johnson. Uh, I actually started listening to your podcast maybe a week ago. This particular episode, uh, the Are You Type 2 or Type 7 or Can You Be Both is what I'm listening to at the moment. And the question came to mind. I believe in omnism and I'm a very spiritual person. I understand the soul, the ego, and the actual body. Uh, I was posing this question to my significant other because we have our ego, we have our transitioning period or our per- the person we are as we transition and the soul child essentially. Wouldn't that mean that each one of the personalities will have their own actual enneagram? I'm a two as my ego because I profess to help and I want to help. It's also my defense mechanism as my base. Or the person that I'm always transitioning as, it would be a five. As my soul child, I actually understand him. I apologize for this thing a bit long. But as I understand him more, he's actually a nine. And I see on a daily basis the switch between all three, or I'm aware of the switch between all three now on a daily basis. And it's honestly really incredible combining the information from Enneagrams to understand not only who you are, but who you are as you are growing up. You're able to depict each particular situation and understand whether or not the decision is what it is that you want to actually make or with somebody else encouraging you to do what it is that they want. My question, yeah, I've already posted. <laughs> Is there a possibility that all three personalities align with each type or at least one type of Enneagram? Thank you very much and you have a great day. Thank you, Gerard. You have such a great voice. It's so soothing. I love the way that you've been exploring and I think all of the observations that you shared are worth the exploration always. Um, to make sure I'm sharing the terms correctly on my end, I do want to be clear that the soul child theory specifically speaks to the number that your type moves to in rest. So for type two, your soul child would be type four, according to the theory. So in order to kind of fit it into Enneagram language, that's the way the, the numbers work. So for you, soul child theory proposes that beneath every kind, generous, and other directed to is a little four who tries every way possible to express his or her needs and desires, but never quite felt like they were enough. So they learned to feel like they were enough through serving and loving others. If they served and loved, then they'd receive love. So that's kind of the theory on type two as a soul child. However, What you seem to be describing is actually more closely connected to the theory that we have a dominant type in each center. I love that you kind of, it seems like you came to this on your own just through self-observation. You started, you just noticed these patterns in yourself and noticed these connections. And there's, it's like, um, there's an app for that. You know, there's a theory for that. So your leading type being type two is in the heart center. And then you described relating to type five, which is in the head center, and type nine, which is in the body center. This theory implies that you are a combination of those numbers, and people have even given names to those combinations. So for two, five, and nine, that would make you the problem solver archetype. Now, this is based on a theory by Catherine 
Favre. Her work is actually trademarked, so I want to be careful how I talk about it, but hopefully we'll be able to have her on the show sometime soon and she can talk through this with us. So we make sure she is the one delivering the information as accurately as possible. Another theory to consider is from Dr. Jerome, who presents the idea that we are composed of all of the types, but we have some that we have quicker access to, meaning your first response is type two, but maybe your next response would be five or nine and so on. Either way, I personally like thinking of this, um, of the Enneagram as poetry or art versus science or math, meaning it's a little more open to our personal interpretation. The artists have an intention behind it, a specific way it was created and intended to be interpreted. But if it opens up something new in you and helps you to see yourself in more dynamic ways, I think it's still done its job. Whereas something like science or math, which implies that there's a wrong way. I really don't think of self-exploration works like that. I think of it more as the art, right? We get to interpret, we move with it, it flows, and it impacts us in the ways that it needs to. Thank you so much, Gerard, for calling in your question and sharing your calming voice with all of us. If you have Enneagram questions, you can call those in to 828-338-9127. As always, it's such a joy to create this content for you. I will see you tomorrow for the next one.